live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Lee Chambers. Cambridge 105 Radio. And I'm joined by my guests, Blakeney Clark and Isabel Thomas. Blakeney, good morning. Good morning. Isabel, good morning. Good morning. Nice to have you both here. You're here to talk about the Linton Children's Book Festival, which runs from the 13th to the 14th of May. What particular roles do you play in the festival, Blakeney, first? Hi, um, so I'm the administrator, so I'm basically the one organising the things, I guess. Um, yeah. You're doing all the work, Blake. And <laughs> <laughs> Isabel. I'm a children's author and I've had the pleasure of speaking at the festival two years in the past and this year they invited me to be the honorary patron for the festival. Oh, that's so exciting. It's been amazing. I've got to work with the committee and really see behind the scenes um, and hopefully make contributions that will be useful yeah. and it's just been great fun so far. Because it's been away for a while, as you say, you were a guest in the past, it's been away for a while but you're back now. Yes, we're back. Yes, um, we had the whole Corona thing, and then yeah, a long break. But um, I'm really excited to have it back again. Um, and children's book festival. What kind of ages are you meaning by by children? So Linton Children's Book Fest is really aimed at the whole family. So whether you've got toddlers who want to come along and take part in storytelling in a yurt or have a go at art, right up to kind of early teens, they can meet some of their favourite authors and have a go at, say, drawing a dragon along with a video games concept artist. So really there's something for absolutely everyone at both ends of the age range. And I think the whole family will find something they'd love to do as well. And there is something about meeting authors, isn't there? I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that it's the same for authors, that you get a kick out of meeting your readers too. Yeah, I think, Blakeney, you went as a child, didn't you, to the festival? <laughs> what was it like for you meeting authors? Yeah, it's just kind of full circle for me because I've been, the book festivals have been running since 2006 and I've literally been going to every single one and I really remember like I remember like you know the spy workshops and um, garden story times and doing getting to do manga and everything but I think what really stands out as like someone who like devoured books when I was younger is after the author talks and assemblies and things like that um, all my peers would be like buzzing about books as well and it'd be just so cool to like see them see what I always saw in um, books as well it's so special and Isabel as an author you've got the the other side of the equation is it nice for you meeting your readers it's fantastic. It really just leaves you glowing after you spend a day talking to young readers. You get all of that amazing questions and insights and you often leave buzzing with ideas for new books. So what have we got on? Talk me through some of the events that uh, are happening over this year's book festival then. So we've got a really um, exciting programme this year, which, I mean, it's been absolutely great fun designing it because I'm just emailing all these people that I've like loved um, reading the books <laughs> when I was younger as well. Um, we've got big names like um, Andy Stanton and um, joining us, who's the author of Mr. Gum, and um, Laura Henry Lane, the creator and producer of Jojo and Grand Grand series on CBBS, and um, also... Uh, Lisa Thompson, who's the author of Goldfish Boy, who's coming to talk about her um, new book, um, The Treasure Hunters. We've also got some like debut authors like Chloe Perrin, author of like the hilarious reverse fairy tale, His Royal Hopeless, and some like authors who are doing presentations on Irish mythology. 
Um, yeah, so highlights I'm really looking forward to include Laura Henry Allen, who's the creator of CBB's Jojo and Grand Grand, and I've seen her speak before at a literary festival, and she is just incredible at bringing everything to life for children, uh, very young children, for a brilliant morning. I'm also really looking forward to Sophia Ahmed who's speaking on um, Saturday the 13th of May. Um, actually is she on the 14th? I'm probably giving yeah sorry she's on Sunday the 14th of May and Sophia writes amazing middle grade fiction historical fiction so her stories take children on an adventure into World War II what would it be like to be a child spy for the French resistance in World War II and she's got a fantastic workshop that will really get children buzzing with ideas for their own stories and I should probably mention my own workshops as well so I am running a presentation a science presentation all about my book, The Bedtime Book of Impossible Questions, which was inspired by children's questions. When I've been speaking at literary festivals and in schools, I get asked the best questions ever, questions like, um, are feelings made from atoms? Or can dogs swim in ice cream? And I've turned those into a book which answers all of these amazing can questions. Can dogs swim in ice cream? <laughs> Absolutely. I always try to give a serious scientific answer. I don't want to take an amazing question like that and just give a kind of adult typical, mm, I'm not sure that would work, so I don't answer. So I did some research and I found out that scientists once did fill a swimming pool of ice cream challenge humans, not dogs, to swim in it and found out they can go just as fast as they can in water. So I say, yes, the dog could swim in ice cream, but do not try this at home if you have a dog. It would be a waste of good ice cream and a waste of a good dog. I hope there was a serious reason for that experiment, I have to say. <laughs> uh, Andy Stanton I've seen because he came to the Cambridge Literary Festival and he's fantastic as well. Uh, allow a lot of time, little tip, allow a lot of time for him signing books because he does a little drawing on the front page of each one when he signs books. Uh, So, yeah, he's going to be great as well. And where is this all happening? It's happening at Linton Village College in Linton, which is in South Cambridgeshire. And it's free. This is uh, what what is not to like about this brilliant authors and it's free. Yeah, this is what I love so much about the festival. I'm so pleased to be the honorary patron for this festival. It's quite rare to have a children's literature festival where all the tickets to all the events are completely free and it makes such a massive difference. I'm involved in the Great School Libraries campaign who really they recently released a report kind of emphasizing that school libraries and public libraries are under such huge pressure and it's it's the children that can least afford to go and buy books or travel to a faraway library to read books who are least likely to access a great school library. So it's so important to have the opportunity to meet creators and see that this writing books, illustrating books, writing about science, making video games isn't just something that's done by faraway people. Um, you know, it's something that they can aspire to themselves. They can meet the creators, see that they are normal people just like them, see themselves represented, and then go on to kind of dream big and hopefully go into these kind of careers themselves. And, and presumably this is for you because you've got some lovely funders. Who are they? <laughs> we have. Um, so this is thanks to the Arts Council, Linton Parish Council, SPT Lab Tech, Lays Community Fund and the Anderson Trust. Well, it all sounds great. So paint a picture for me if I was to come along. What kind of atmosphere what does it look like if when i walk through the door 
So I remember turning up to my first one and it was already absolutely buzzing early in the morning. There's places to get food um, and drinks and a beautiful cake stall. There's a lovely garden area with a storytelling yurt. There's also lots of little pop-up events. So as well as the main schedule of authors and illustrators and creators that you'll find on the website, there's a whole host of other local creatives who pop in to do small activities. There's a brilliant bookshop, which this year is run by Daunt Books. And there's just so much to do. So you might come along with tickets for a couple of events and then find yourself staying all day and taking part and wanting to come back the following day to do more. Exactly, that's the aim. We sort of lure you in and then you stay because it's so much going on and so much to see. Um, so, yes. And you and it's free, but tickets there. So do, do people need to book? Yes, and um, we do have drop-ins on the day, but um, we would really advise um, booking because things go fast. Um, and it's all free, as I say, just um, linterbookfest.org and you can browse by um, event category, by the time and um, by age as well. So lintonbookfest.org is the website. Well, good luck with it all. But I can't let you go, uh, Blakeney particularly, <laughs> without asking you about your name. What an unusual name. <laughs> Yes, um, it's named after the place in um, Norfolk where my mum told my dad she was pregnant. Oh, yeah. is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's a bit of a, a not quite a Brooklyn Be- Beckham situation, but it's still got personal <laughs> meaning. Oh, that's lovely. Well, Blakeney and Isabel, thank you so much for coming along. Good luck with it all. I, I guess it's going to get busy for you as it gets nearer, but it sounds like it's going to be a great day. <laughs> thank you. I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah, thank you for having us. Cambridge 105 Radio. Wednesday evenings on Cambridge 105 Radio is when we champion the Cambridge music scene. Tom Lumley of the band, Tom Lumley and the Brave Liaison. There'd always be 12 people from other bands going down to each other's gigs. And it wasn't just be part of Hollow Stars Classic Rock or Searching Grey's Indie. These people then started going to watch all of our gigs, singing the words to each other's songs and making it a good atmosphere. You could see it in the fact that it went from struggling to sell enough tickets for the corner house to selling out J2. New Music Generator with Tim Willett, Wednesday at 7 on Cambridge 105 Radio. Listen live on Radio Player.